Hey, uh, hey, Anthony, do you like do you like my new shirt? Sure, man. It's cool. Could have been better. What was that? I said it could have been better. You want to fight about yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Let's go, chump. Ah! <laughs> Hold on a second. We don't need to fight. We don't? All you need to do is go to 86.com and choose from one of their many designs. Franchises range from Skullgirls to Street Fighter and even Blaze Blue. And if you check out 86 through this Twitch channel, use 86.com slash question mark AFF equals four to let them know that Mission Star Podcast sent you. second here there we go hang on a minute boom all right welcome to put this a little bit higher actually welcome to another low budget low 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 stream podcast of mission start podcast we're back from last week when we didn't have a show uh but yeah we're back on this very easter day uh so with me today no other than Greg Deets. I'm here. Yeah. You do. I, you know, I was going to come up with something. I was going to say something funny, and then I, it just nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, today today is Jesus' birthday, technically. So, um, fan, fan, fancy that. <laughs> no, wait. Is it Christmas, Jesus' birthday? Hey. Yes, I mean, it's supposed to be. I mean, realistically, I mean, you probably hear dogs barking, so that's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn my neighborhood, I swear to God. I'm going to let my dog bark out the window. Uh, technically, if you want to get technical, Easter is a more of a pagan sex holiday than it is actually Easter, the day that Jesus supposedly resurrected. And Christmas is technically a pagan holiday for winter solstice. Because realistically, if he was born in, in Jerusalem, like the Bible says, or wherever the fuck it was supposed to be, in a manger with other animals, nine times out of ten he would have died because of that at that time. If you were born not inside a like an actual building, um, you would have probably died. But also, on the same note, let's say he is the king of kings and survived because of the light of God and all that jazz. Um, it would have to still been in like the summertime because then Mary would have died. Um, but that's just my thing. Uh, but that's also just history. So not Jesus's birthday. All right, good to know. The more you, the more you know. The more you know, GI Joe. All right. Um. So just to preference this a little ahead of time for those who are wondering, will there be an after show? Um. No, there will not be because I have a some. I got a midterm I got to work on. So, yeah, that's text priority right now. But. Yeah, yeah, I know. Fine by me. <laughs> I just, sorry, that kind of popped on it on you, but uh, also news to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Live reactions, <laughs> live on the stream in the podcast. <laughs> uh, um, so Regular. yeah, of course, exactly. That's, that's why I call it all midterms. I call them all porn because we'll, uh, we'll call them horn for right now. Yeah, it's horn. They're all horn because they they screw me every time I I, I do them. Um, 
Anyways, uh, so uh, we got a couple of, of uh, some news to talk about. Uh, actually, the first one's gonna be five minutes, but everything else is gonna be ten. Um, but the last one's gonna be fifteen. So, uh, but I digress. So give me a second here as I tweet this out. Boom, boom, boom. And our first topic of the day. Uh, so, interesting bit of news stories that I was going through today is that uh, Capcom has been hard at work at a game that nobody thought they would announce today. Um, and I'm not quite surprised to just in terms of like, the direction it's going towards um, because of other game companies out there who are doing the same thing. Uh, Obviously, Hearthstone with uh, Blizzard and with recently Valve announcing their card game with uh, Dota. Uh, Capcom has announced that they uh, are making their card game for Street Fighter called Hotto Stone. Um, and it is basically, basically, it, it, the way it works is it is a card, uh, it's, a, it's a card battling system where you get to choose your character, minus 24, Ryu, Kami, Zangief, and Minette. Um, but the cool thing about it is that uh, your attacks are basically your deck. So if you get like a, a a special move, you can do like a you know a DP like a, like a dragon punch. Or if you do um, if you want to reuse like uh, you know uh, hard punch, it'll, it'll be a card to use. Uh, it's really cool. I actually like the idea, and um, they got it on their site right now. You can check it out. Uh, but I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised that they. Uh, or going in this direction when it comes to uh, when it comes to, to to this game. So you know, Greg, what do you think about you know about this? I mean, it was inevitable, really. I think uh, with the popularity of Hearthstone and Magic: The Gathering, and just in general, like card battling systems. I mean, we had Gwent, uh, which is kind of a card battling system. Um, and what was the other one? There was another one that was coming out soon. We saw D three. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah. It was, uh, oh man, I didn't exactly know what you're talking about, too. Um, it was, uh, it was during the Bethesda press conference, right? Was that, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, regardless, like, card battling systems are really popular, so I just, I mean, good good on Capcom for kind of jumping on that, jumping on that bandwagon, but, uh, I mean, they're also really smart to make it about one of their most popular franchises. I'm really surprised that it's not an amalgamation. Like you know, like like a bunch of Capcom franchises aren't in the card game, but I guess yeah, you know, having yeah. it centralized on Street Fighter makes sense. Yeah, it would be really cool if they had other characters, uh, not just only Street Fighter, um, but like other characters as well included. Uh, I like to see you know Dark Stalkers in there. I like to see like maybe some characters from like uh, Devil May Cry, even going further back maybe to like Rival Schools so, and whatnot. Um, would be really cool. Maybe it's something down the road. Um, but yeah, they're definitely focused on Street Fighter and, uh, especially, you know, Street Fighter is one of their, uh, in terms of esports, like obviously it is their, you know, their main horse when it comes to that and kind of hopping on the backs of that with this card game definitely makes sense. Um, and also, you know, well, in, in a way, uh, you can coincide with the, with the esport, uh, part of it. Um, speaking of which, they actually do have, uh, they're putting this, they're putting this on this, on the Capcom Pro Tour. Um, but it's called Champions Cup, um, and it's the same way they would do with uh, with Capcom Cup. Only uh, this one specifically is in Japan. Specifically, uh, they have locations they have said uh, that will lead up to the final event, uh, which will take place in Osaka, Japan. 
Um, and it'll be just like Majors, except it's it's card is with the card game. So this card game is going to lead up into a big esports event at the end of the uh, uh, of the circuit. Um, so those are really going pretty hard on this, um, and it's definitely something that I again I'm kind of surprised that they're they're going towards. Um, but at the same time, um, at the same time, I'm, I'm really excited to see what exactly they're 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 gonna do with this because you know it's funny enough like for me like I'm actually I actually love playing cards, uh, <laughs> like it's it's uh, I I played Magic Gathering for a while I played Hearthstone for a while so this right here is pretty awesome and you can also again you can check out like what it will play and look like on their website right now if you go check it out uh, it's really cool it's really awesome I I. Again, surprised that they weren't going, uh, surprised that, that they're going in this direction. But at the same time, I can understand why because of the other companies as of late. So, not right, right. not quite, not completely surprised. But it's cool. It's pretty. I, I I totally I totally dig what they're doing. Yeah, it's neat. It's neat for sure. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'm, I'm gonna curious about is the pricing of how much. I wonder if it's gonna be the same thing as Artstone. Like, are they, are they going free to play and then they're gonna charge uh, for for packs in the future, or are they gonna have it straight up like, hey? All, here's all the cards you can earn by playing a certain amount ma- ma- of matches and so on. Kind of how they have with Street Fighter V where you don't have to pay for everything if you don't have to. You can actually play a good amount of ma- matches um, to to earn your characters for free, essentially. So I'm kind of curious first like, what they would do with that. Uh, I, I feel like it'll be free to play. Hmm. If anything. So like, uh, same same way that that Hearthstone does their stuff or other free to play platforms that do the card battling thing, it'll be it'll be very similar to that. Uh, the question that I, I I think I more so have is like, are cards are there going to be multiple multiple cards for multiple characters? Um, mm-hmm. So like uh, for um, uh, for um, let's say uh, Guile, is there going to be a um, uh, like different cards for different abilities. The the what the the, the, the kick that he does, the roundhouse kick thing. Yeah, yeah, stand roundhouse. Yeah, 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 definitely. like that kind of thing. Like, are we going to see a bunch of those individuals, or is it like, is it just a Ryu card? Is it just a Chun Li card? Like, is there enough in Street Fighter to make a full card battling system? Uh, there is. There they they did details for us like how how exactly uh, on the website how exactly it will play out. Um, so you will have your character. It's think about that cardstone. You have your main character, um, but you have moves for that character. Um, so whatever you draw from your deck will uh, will be a move that you can be able to use on your opponent. So very much that very much akin to gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but again, what we'll to wait into the future? Or... I I haven't I didn't go, I didn't see it like I'm hearing it firsthand from you. So like right. I do ninety percent of the stories on the show. Right, right, definitely, definitely. So we'll see in the future how it goes. But I think that this is I'm definitely gonna check it out for sure. Apologies to the listeners, but you're about to hear um, a diet coke bottle being opened. There you go. <laughs> also, for those wondering, uh, yes, that is Naval Fool's uh, joke right there. Ha ha! Not the not the can opening, but uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, we're gonna play it like it's real. Yeah. Um, so it's, for those who don't know, uh, today is April Fool's Day. Uh, so as we are streaming and uh, talking about recording. The, yeah, recording this, so so yeah, like yeah, that first part was uh, was fake. Although, um, actually, uh, just to go back on it, um, they do actually have a website up for uh, Hado uh, car uh, what Hado cards? It was called no Hado um, Hado Stone. They actually have a website up and they have a playable build of it 
I'm gonna play it later on in the day. It actually looks cool. It actually looks cool. Oh, I, that'd I, be a good, that'd be a good April Fool's joke for Haribo to put out like an, an article that they're doing a card battling system that you can eat. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Um, but no lie, I'm gonna go play it like soon afterwards when this podcast, this stream is over. It actually looks pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, hi April Fools. Um, okay, so. Let me get this set up for our next topic at hand. Okay, um, so getting to the getting to the, to the real real news, uh, news at eleven. Um, so I need to tweet this out. Doing a new thing. Okay, come on, baby, don't ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, I know. I am I am funny. Um, anyways. Okay, so, uh, this was reported, um, oh, wait, that's the wrong one, whatever, I'll do that one, sure, why not, uh, where is it? So, this was reported, um, and this was actually much of the talk at GDC, also, let me get that timer going, this is gonna be for 10, uh, start, there we go, um, this reported off TheVerge.com, um, written by Nick Stat, game developers look to union, to Unions to fix the industry's exploitative workplace culture. In the media room on the second floor of the newly renovated Moscone South Exhibition Complex, a wide-ranging and diverse group of game developers came together on Wednesday to voice interest in unionizing their industry. The discussion was billed as a roundtable event to be held during the Game Developers Conference this week in San Francisco. It was coordinated by the International Game Developers Association, IGGA, a nonprofit member group that formed in the 90s amid conversations about violence in video games, and it was moderated by IGDA President Jen McLean with the point title Pros, Cons, and Consequences of Unionization. From start to finish, it was a tense affair filled with passionate voices, but punctuated at times by McLean's pronounced skepticism mirrored in the telling interview she gave to, to Kotaku earlier this week toward the benefits of unionization. It is the first of many promised discussions on the topic to be held by the IGDA, which does not, in fact, have leverage over game studios or publishers in its aim, only partly at, at advocacy. Uh, af- ac- ah. <laughs> uh, advocacy issues. I am mispronouncing that part. <laughs> I can see, I think, damn it, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to say is that they are, um, they are, uh, yes, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> god damn it, Valera. Um, so basically, like, they, I remember, I remember hearing talks about this actually prior to going to GDC. I was at GDC, uh, last week, um, or two weeks, two weeks ago. Um, and, uh, oh, did I even spell that? Uh, yeah, they've been yelling at you in chat to spell developers correctly. Oh, okay. That never changes, does it? <laughs> developers, 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 no, developers. No, it never changes that you're a terrible speller. Oh, crap. Now it's got two Bs. God damn it. Hang on. <laughs> um, so, as I as I fix this... um. So yeah, like, uh, so I'm not quite surprised. I've been hearing talk about this prior to going to uh, GDC two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. And um, there has been, I think since, I want to say what kind of sparked this idea or kind of what sparked this um, was the um, the strike that the voice actors did, that they did against uh, 10, 12 
video game companies for um, for the way that work they did and not really being told what the game is and so on. Um, I and I think what really from that sparked the idea of like, you know, maybe the game industry should get a union. Maybe, you know, maybe the game industry should start a union, which at this point, I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been one for a long time. So hearing this and kind of reading a little bit of this article, like it's, it's, this is much needed. Um, there's a lot of things in the game industry that, you know, you ever heard about the crunch time? Like people are like doing more yeah, than it's, 24, it's the, uh... 26 hour days. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's the same shit that I I've heard stories about like uh, developers before um, uh, E3 or something like that. Like they'd have to fucking crank out a demo to show at E3 in the span of like a month mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of development and shit like that. Or uh, like a developer will sit there, or not a developer, but a publisher will say like, "Okay, your game releases May thirty, you know, May thirteenth, two thousand twenty, and you start developing on this year." So now you have a fucking time limit and like some publishers will delay it if it's that, if it's that dire, but 90% of the time they won't. Um, so yeah, that, yeah, I know what crunch time is. Definitely. Definitely. This is much needed. There is so much, there are so many things that are out there in terms of like what people have said that like practices wise is not on every other given job. It would have been, um, it would not have been a thing just in terms of how ludicrous it, it can become. Um, and then there are, there are things that are still left unsaid in terms of like what people wouldn't know about some companies that have done some, some things that made it harder for people to, to get a thing done um, or, you know, able to in, in whatever conditions they may be. So I'm surprised that it took them this long to kind of figure like, Hey, we need a union of our, uh, for the game industry because there's a lot of people who are, in the game industry that you know are making games and job security is never has been a great thing maybe that should be fixed you know <laughs> um or maybe like have some other things that can compensate some of these people who are working in the game industry um rather than you know hey i'm in the game industry i'm making games that's the only thing that makes me happy it's like no there's there's more to it there's a lot more to it so um, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that the, the talk is, is continuing with this. And I hope that this continues to the point where a union is made in the game industry and that people who work in the game industry are treated more properly um, in all stages, whether it be top to bottom. So I'm really happy that this is definitely the talk that's been happening more and more. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. I think uh, fair uh, uh, working conditions and less stress in the video game industry with making games you know like here's the thing being a developer isn't a glamorous job unless you're working (laughs) in like story like unless you're working directly with the story or directly with the art department it's not a glamorous job if you're that guy that has to fucking build the 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 scenery in a game and you have to make it either like if it's uh, uh procedurally generated that's a nightmare but if it's not procedurally generated that's also a nightmare like there's so much that goes into that kind of stuff and it's it can be very taxing on someone's mind. This is why you see a lot of people like going to different companies or just quitting altogether because mm-hmm. it is very stressful. And I'm glad to hear that things are changing. Definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do in the future um, in terms of like, how that would look like. I'm, I'm pretty sure like this won't this will take full in effect in uh, not in near time, but I feel like it will. If this continues to talk and say that unit is formed, like we won't see this in, in, at least another like five, 
maybe seven years. I, I, want, I want to say ten, but I think that's a little too far in terms of like what when the union can be formed or as far as like how this can continue the talks to make it happen. But I, I think this if, if the continued talks and this goes in the direction I hope it's going, I would say five to seven years is when it actually comes in fruition. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of pushback, I think, a lot from a lot of people um, in terms of like the game develop, not the game developer, but the publishers and the higher ups in the suits and, and game companies are going to push back with their uh, with their own BS saying like, you know, hey, we provided for you and yada yada. It's like, no, there's a lot more data <laughs> needs to be done. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see. But we'll definitely wait and see in terms of like, how that goes. But like, I'm really happy. It'll be, yeah, home. it'll be a uh, slow, it'll be a slow uh, climb. It will be. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It'll eventually get there. For sure. I just I just hope that in like, you know, 60, 70, 80 years, we don't all of a sudden have this big name like Harvey Weinstein and then have what's happening now. Yeah. Like I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. But also at the same time, a lot of like star celebrity uh, game developers don't really stick in the game as long as movie people do. So that also might change, but we'll see. Yeah, time will change. You know, wh- whatever happens will happen. And... Um, yeah, we'll definitely see. So, all right. So, I'm going to actually save some time on that one, actually. So, okay. So, moving on to our next topic at hand. Uh, as I do this real quick. Boom, boom. Let me know if I misspelled that. Because I know somebody in the chat will. Uh, I'll cough, cough, uh, for there. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's he he is the <laughs> he is basically the uh but my yin to my yang I guess. Eh, well, not really. Anyways. Okay, so all right. So um our next topic, uh this is reported off of um CSOonline.com written by Miss Smith. Um Microsoft to ban offensive language from Skype, Xbox, Office, and other services. Microsoft will ban offensive languages and inappropriate content from Skype, Xbox, Office, and other services uh, on May 1st, claiming it has the right to go through your private data to investigate. Uh, better watch out if you're playing Xbox, get ticked, and cussed. Microsoft might ban you for offensive language. If they do, if they do, then say bye-bye to your Xbox Club membership and any other Microsoft account balances. Or, if you and a significant other are getting hot and heavy via Skype, you better watch out your language, watch, watch your language and any, uh, any nudity because that, uh, that too can get you banned. The ban hammer could also fall if Cortana, Cortana is listening in the wrong moment or the documents and file hosted on Microsoft services violate Microsoft's amendment terms. Um, this is all... So- in re- so basically, okay. yeah, just to, just to preference this, this is all response to the recent bill, the uh, FOSTA bill um, that was passed recently. It should also be clarified that the only way that they can really check is if you're a reporter. So, for example, if you're having a Skype conversation with somebody and you're in voice and you're just like, fuckity fuck, 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 nothing's going to happen because mm-hmm. that, that isn't recorded. What's recorded is the text conversation. And that can be reported. But even if you're in a text conversation with someone, you're like, fuckity, fuck, 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 and nothing's reported, nothing happens. Um, that's that's the point that I want to drive across with this. It isn't just like Microsoft is big brothering everything you do and is suddenly going to ban you from communications because you said fuck in a, in a message to somebody. You have to be reported for that to be a thing. 
Right. So. Right. And the thing about that too is that, um, it's like, and I was reading some of the comments when people were talk, were talking about this, this about this, is that there is a at least when it comes to what I've been hearing is that Microsoft made this to save their asses, um, and they may they may have it in place, but they're not going to really police or enforce it unless maybe somebody you know reports it. But from the from the feeling I'm getting, it's really what people are saying is that Microsoft put that put this out there just to. You know, get the government off their backs, and and just in case scenario, um, and to have a situation to where you know they're not going to really police this, but if they do, you know, they can if they want to. Um, so it's yeah, like this this bill that was recently introduced, like definitely has made some waves with throughout the internet and is making possible changes to future content, not only with the Microsoft Xbox, um, Microsoft Xbox. Uh, TOS, um, but the ability to take away an account or a game, which uh, it's kind of you know, to be fair, you never had the right to the game to begin with. But at the same time, it's kind of crazy that it could happen with this in place. Uh, right. So and you know, this is Microsoft. Like, who knows what might happen with other services out there as well um, that include other major uh, companies that may be in the same boat. So it's it's a very interesting time. Um, I do not know where exactly this will end up. Hopefully, it won't be. Too, hopefully, you know, as I've been reading, hopefully that Microsoft just put it out there and not going to complete it and not going to be, you know, really enforcing this on anybody. But you know, I also fear like, hey, they might they might you know go full full hog on it and <laughs> and basically you know watch everything that we do. But you know, I, we'll see. Again, it, like much of everything else in this podcast we'll be talking about, like we'll see how it goes in the future, but it, it is a something that I think for a lot of people who may not know, it's something to keep in the back of their minds. Um, also, yeah, if you are listening, please read up on FOSTA uh, or uh, slash SIESTA, uh, F-O-S-T-A and S-E-S-T-A. Well, if everything goes the way that it's going to be going, like the way that the internet likes to think it's going, which I don't think that's entirely the situation, but um, uh, like... Internet's gonna suck soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. It, fuck, man. <laughs> that's that's. Isn't that coming up too? Like, isn't yeah. that? Yeah. Ah, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Which let's just. I mean, I don't trust Comcast for shit, but let's just hope that they don't just suddenly like increase costs and shit. Like, yeah. Throttle yeah. websites and unless you pay, like, I really hope that's not that doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I, I hope so too. I hope so too. The one thing that I will say is like I think her I think was it the person I follow recently, uh the uh the I won't say the governor, but like one of the um uh people who works here in California like said like I'm going to go ahead and um uh, uh Ooh, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm looking at it too. Let me finish. Let me finish my thought uh, before I before I before I do anything else. Um. So yeah, there's there's a congressman. Yeah, that he said he's gonna make sure that there's gonna be free internet here in California. Also, for those who are what's happening right now on our stream, apparently there's a bot that that hopped in our stream. Uh, stay hydrated, bot. Told us we've been live for over one hour. I but at this point, 
in your broadcast, you should consume at least four ounces, 120 milliliters of water to maintain optimal hydration. Thank you. Thank you. Say hi to the bud. Weird. All right. Whatever. I mean, yeah. Okay. I got water right here, so I, I just took a drink. Thank you. Say hi to the bot for that. <laughs> that was all right. Sure. <laughs> um, but we'll uh, yeah. But getting back to the topic, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I uh, yeah. It's it looks like it's gonna be. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I I don't. That's all I can say. I mean, like, yeah, we'll yeah, hope yeah. for the best. Hope for the best. Yeah. But you never know, especially never know. in this in this climate. So, um, <laughs> uh, that was just, that was weird. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next topic. Um, oh, this actually is going to be one that actually I think this might be in your news actually, uh, Greg. But I'm not sure if it's going to be or not. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll roll with it. Okay, and then let me go ahead. If you're wondering why I'm taking a little long to move on to the next topic, because I'm tweeting these topics out. So for those on Twitter, uh, for those who are on Twitter who are following us or seeing the hashtags, um, the uh, hang on podcast. Oops. Um, you get to see you know when to come in for the topic on Twitter and hop in uh, to check it out. Anyways. Okay, so our next topic, um, this was reported, oops, hang on, wrong link, there we go. This was reported by Kotaku.com, written by Nathan Grayson. Riot, Blizzard, and Twitch are teaming up to fight toxic game behavior. For years now, gaming companies like Riot, Blizzard, and Twitch have been fighting online abuse and harassment in their own ways to mix results. Now they're trying something different, working together. The Fair Play Alliance is a coalition made up of over 30 different companies, including Riot, Blizzard, Twitch, CCP, and Epic, that aims to share research and uh, lessons learned around gaming communities in the hope of cutting down on disruptive behavior. The goal, Riot Sen- uh, Senior Technical Director Kimberly Wall told Kotaku, is to create a consistent set of behavior standards between companies and common understanding of the underlying issues that cause poor behavior in an online communities. The hope is that developers won't have to start from square one anymore when creating online games. Uh, and the entire, oh, you can read the rest of the article later on on Kotaki if you guys want to. I would link it in the chat, but uh, my computer's too potato well, for it. So, okay, first and foremost, uh, this this article cracks me up. The, the, whole, the whole concept of it makes me laugh, and I'll tell you why. It's absurd to me that they're doing this now. Uh, toxicity in games has been around for uh, since as long as multiplayer online games have, have existed. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between then and now is that multiplayer online games didn't become a huge hot commodity until like Xbox and other games started adding online capabilities to it. And then people were just like, oh, like I could play online. And uh, when certain games like world of warcraft became such a huge thing like yes we had quake we had doom in the past great but those weren't you know millions of people playing them it was a couple hundred thousand maybe maybe um maybe less than that maybe ten thousand people but regardless like a very small community of people now that we have huge communities of people playing various games the toxicity is obviously going to be there um i I personally think the reason why, I personally think the reason why more video game companies are stepping in to combat this toxicity, 
is the fact that it's more public now. Like people are stream. You have more streamers. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying, Anthony. That's okay. what that's what I'm getting at. Because there's more people playing the games on various consoles and PCs, and I'm talking about millions and millions of people playing online games. It's it's more in the public eye. It's not that it hasn't existed. It's it's like I say, like stupid people didn't. They didn't become more stupid people in the world. More people, more stupid people were given a soapbox. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, definitely. And that's the same thing with online toxicity. It's just it's always been there, mm-hmm. and now they want to do something about it. That makes me laugh. Where they should have done something in the past. Now that being said, I'm okay with this. I think it's a good idea that they're doing something, but. The problem is, is, is how do you handle this? Because as long as you have in-game chat, like let's say with Overwatch or League of Legends or whatever on PC, you're gonna have toxicity. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can block somebody, you can report somebody, but when Overwatch is getting uh, an absurd amount of reports and and uh, and um, complaints about you know the player base and stuff like that, like daily, to the extent that it's stopping them from doing stuff, you know the the riot comes out and says. It's, it's becoming a, a major problem for us to try to handle all of this. We had to hire more people just to handle the complaints. Like, yeah, there's clearly a problem. Well, I can tell you how to solve it. Don't have in-game chats. I understand you have it there to allow the players to communicate. That's great. That's awesome. But it clearly spawns some negativity. Maybe construct a, a, a thing that allows people to uh like have singular commands like like console overwatch hats mm-hmm. you know like the most like let's let's take rocket league for example right mm-hmm. in rocket league you can type a message but it's a lot harder because the game is much faster right especially right, right. on console so when someone misses a save people just type, just chime in with what a save mm-hmm yeah. If you lose in Overwatch, the the per, you know somebody will be like, thanks, 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 as many times as they can. Mm-hmm. Those two things aren't that bad. It's toxicity. It's it's getting angry because you lost and you're just a sore loser. All that kind of stuff. You want to blame your team when in reality it was probably your fault too. Um, yeah. So the point I'm getting yeah. at, the point I'm getting at, Anthony, is is how do you solve this while still allowing people to play the game as intended and be a team? Like that's the problem that I see. You can combat it as much as you want, but unless you change a mindset, it's never going away. Yeah, it's it is definitely a, a hard thing to tackle. And when I spoke about this, like when you had your uh, your news piece in your Overwatch a minute when it came to. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who heads Overwatch and Blizzard, uh, Jeff Kaplan. Yeah, like he said when he, he said he wanted to control, like he wants to fix the, the toxicity issue, you know. And I told you, like, you know, you're you're always gonna have toxicity, you know, no matter what what scene or what genre, whatever. It's always gonna be there, and you know, you cut off one head, you're gonna spawn three more. So like, it's it's always gonna right. be there in terms of, like how much you can minimize that is the real. Not to not question. to get not to get overly political, but but that is also a, um, you know, it goes into my theory about uh, racism. You know, racism is always going to be there. Mm, yeah. uh, the difference is, and it's much like Dick Gregory said, um, it never goes away. It just goes into hiding until it can re- rear its ugly head again. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. He said he said a way better, more eloquent than I did. But um, uh, it's the same thing with online toxicity. 
you can do what you want to make it go away, but until the new game comes out that allows people to be toxic again, like it just it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's it, it comes down to that whole thing of like sure we could censor parts of the internet we could censor parts of reddit like they're trying to do and maybe tumblr's trying to do or uh like get rid of 4chan and 8chan like yeah we could try to do that but that's censoring people's freedom to just do what they want which it goes against the 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 core fundamentals of being on the internet um like it's 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 less about how the developers should be handling it and more about how the the good players should be handling it how bad is the toxicity? Is it half of the player base? Is it a quarter? Because I guarantee you it's maybe 5% of the player base. And then the other 95% just play the game for fun. Right, yeah. It's 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 definitely it's definitely going to be an interesting thing as far as like how exactly this would be approached um, by this coalition of companies. Um, and... You know, it, it's going to be a very hard thing for, for, for any company really to tackle. Um, and it, as far as like how would that look like, I don't know exactly how that would look like for future games or whatnot. And, you know, could you potentially like teach an entire culture or, or entire community to change their ways? It's a lot to ask. Um, it is, it is. And, 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 and I hope that whatever they decide to do works. I really do. Um, but again, I just don't think you can do it without changing the mindset. Yeah. Yeah, it's and this has been the mindset for for a lot of people. Not not to say like everybody is like this, but like a it's good really portion. The, it's, good portion. It's, it's the competitive mindset. Yeah, yeah. You know, people hate to lose in general. Mm-hmm. Not, and, and not just in sports, but just everything. People hate to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are having an argument with somebody about a fact and you find out you're wrong, you f- you hate that. You absolutely hate that. And the role you goes to everybody. I don't know somebody that's just like, man, I like being wrong. I just get my rocks off on that. Like, nobody does that. So, uh, like, but yeah. but usually nine times out of ten, what does someone do when they're wrong? They just go, ah, shucks. They usually go, ah, fuck you. Like, that's a, it's a knee-jerk reaction. And that's just kind of what's happening online with the, with the toxicity. So, how do you change that? Well, in, in programming-wise, the fuck if I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it can happen. I really don't. I'm super, super like negative right now about it, but I just don't think it's possible. If they can, I think, oh, go ahead. I think what really needs to happen, Anthony, is and this is going to sound really shitty. This, this is <laughs> this is going to sound along the lines of like what what fucking um, I think Mark Rubio said, which was like we need to teach students in schools how to do CPR instead of taking guns away from American citizens. Um, but we need to be teaching people who are playing these games to maybe have thicker skins uh, to not get yeah. so upset so easily by the toxicity. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's what I do. Like I get messages on Xbox pretty frequently, people telling me how shitty I am at the game or how awful I am or whatever. And I usually turn it around. I usually make a joke. Like the other, the other day, a guy messaged me and he was just like, you're actually terrible at siege. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Um, actually, no. He he sent that, and it was that he said he put you are instead of your. Mm-hmm. So I so I so I grammar corrected him, and then he came back. I mean, he was just like in the, like a full on like like voice message, like yelling at me about how I shouldn't correct his grammar and and that he doesn't play games to learn how to spell. He plays games to get good. And then later comes at me with like uh, um, like I didn't say anything back, and then he comes back. He's like, actually, you have Deku as your profile picture. That's cool. And I was just like, 
dude, you blowing up because I corrected your grammar was hysterical. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I got, I just got mad and I had, and I, and I was, I was pissed off that we lost because you couldn't get two kills. And I was like, dude, you just have to deal with it. Just like quell the anger and move on with your life. It ain't that important. He's like, yeah, I know. But had I been somebody else, I could have reported it. I could have just straight up sent it to Microsoft saying, this guy insulted me because I was playing a video game. Whammy, but I didn't. And I think if more people have the mindset that I have in that regard, things would be a little bit better, especially for the developers. So I'm just, that, that's what I'm throwing out there. Like I said, it's not a solution, but it's definitely something I'd like to see a little bit more of. Because I feel like too many people get too butthurt about anything real, real easily. So, yeah, definitely. And, and that's, a, that's a good mentality to have for sure. Um, but again, what we'll what we'll wait and see? Although I think you and I kind of came to like, will this change to the entire culture of the game of uh, the given people in terms of like um, how they? Yeah, act? like it's, yeah. it's not. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a mentality above anything. So. Yeah. So, all right. So. Moving on to our next topic at hand. Uh, so, uh, I believe this was last week. If, if maybe more than a little week, but I do want to talk about it since we didn't have a show last week. Um, the uh, Nintendo did Nintendo Direct for the uh, for the Indies, which they dubbed Nindies. Um, and there were some games that uh, that were shown that, you know, a few of them that I, I knew in the past just blew my mind. They're coming back on the Switch. But lots of really cool other games. I'm going to go down this real quick. Uh, the first game that was announced uh, for the uh, for the indie showcase, Mark of the Ninja Remastered, which, holy crap, that game is really good. I still have it on my Steam. I have not played yet. <laughs> maybe maybe one day when I play it on uh, What's on Tap. But uh, <laughs> they're having a remastered. Actually, that'd, be, that'd be a really good game to play What's on Tap with. Yeah. Like that's all like, if we ever get back to that. I know. Anthony. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the remastered uh, is... Uh, on its way to um, to a Nintendo Switch. It's also what was announced recently that it's going to be on Steam, uh, on PS4, but not most that platform. But uh, uh, it's cool. It's awesome. Um, for those who have not played it, it is a really good game. So definitely check it out. Um, the next game on the list, Fantasy Strike, uh, which is a very interesting fighting game. Um, in the world of martial arts and magic mix together, players will use fighting strikes to provide controls to pull uh, pull off special moves and combos in local and online brawls. Um, it's coming out this summer. It's a very interesting game. I played it a little bit in NCR. It's hmm, it's interesting. I mm, it's a weird game. Uh, that's all I can. So what was the name again? Sorry, I was. Oh, Fantasy Strike. So. Oh, that's a f- yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A, that was what I didn't really care about. I think I wrote down somewhere the games that I cared about, but I don't remember where I wrote it down at. Mm, gotcha. All right. Well, let me know when I'm going to the list, and you can you can talk about yeah, it. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, there was there was quite a few that they they showed off that I was very that I was like there was like a an Adult Swim game. Oh, uh, I will get to that in a bit when we get to that, when we go down the list. Um, so the next game, well, just shaped some beats, which I believe was a it was a music. Uh, very like a music geoma- geoma- uh, geometric game. Um, oh, actually, it's a, it's actually a bullet hill. Hang on, let me read, the, let me read the, the, the details. Just Shapes and Beats is a musical bullet hill that has players trying to stay alive to the beat music uh, alone or on uh, an online multiplayer. The game will feature music from 20 chiptune artists and will be timed exclusive on the Switch this summer. 
Um, that might have been one of the ones I was interested in just because I want to play a game that has chiptune. Yeah, I yeah, that looked cool. It looked really cool. I definitely want to check it out when it comes out. Uh, well, actually, I I wish, but, or yeah, I want if I had a Switch. <laughs> um, well, first you need a PC. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. April Fools, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you bastard. Okay. Um, the next game was announced was Garage. Uh, the sort of game is inspired by VHS era B movies. Launches first on Nintendo Switch this spring. Uh, I oh, it was a top-down shooter. Okay, that one, and it was published by Tiny Build. Um, didn't really care for this game, but you know, for those who like that, sure. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I love Tiny Build, but I'm trying to remember what's the name of that game again. I'm gonna look it up. Garage. It's a top-down uh, shooter. Garage because I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. It's little garage. G A R A G E. That's right. It's Garage. Garage. Garage game. Don't give me like a Garage game, like an actual game you play in your garage. Google. Appreciate it. Google. What is with my phone and Google lately? Like it goes black on my screen and then pull and then comes up. Hold on, Grant. On Switch. Fucking gotta be specific, apparently. Um, okay, this was not one that I was interested in. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Alright, so on to the next game that was announced during the Nindy Showcase. This was the game I think you're talking about. This is from Adult Swim Games. Pool Panic. Yeah, uh, that game looks rad. That is an interesting game, because like you are literally a white pool ball that is around this world but you're you're uh, aiming at other pool balls or error trying to uh, what I'm curious about about that game is obviously to you know go around like a cue ball mm-hmm. you have to use uh, a pool stick but the pool the the cue ball also walks around so my curiosity is this is the is the cue ball like is is it is the walking pattern random and you just have to kind of wait and then stop or can you walk him yourself because if you can walk him yourself that's awesome yeah i'm i'm totally i totally dig it i love i love the idea and the the art style uh is very much the same as um i'm definitely buying that game when it comes out because that game looks fantastic it's it's weird and cool at the same time i'm definitely i'll definitely see people watch it but like it looks super cool it looks super cool um the next next game actually had me interested, which man again, I'm at a point where like you know what I need to get a switch at some point, or if somebody could give me a switch, that'd be great too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, does someone have three hundred dollars just lying around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> but uh, bomb chicken is a, is a one actually was really yes. cool. Um, bomb chicken looks rad. Is it is it like a side scroller side scroller um, uh, puzzle type of platformer? I think it's kind of. All mission to one game, um, and you're a chicken the entire time, uh, and you set up bombs. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Bomberman in a way, but like side scrolling pretty much. So, uh, it's cool. I like it. It's super awesome. Um, this that's coming out this summer as well. Uh, next game, which holy shit, I've not I've not seen this game in a long time, but damn, it's so good. I, if you have not played this game, I'm about to say you need to play it. Lemon, uh. Uh, Lemonus remastered. Um, it's like, was there, are you gonna say it? Like, <laughs> sorry, I just gotta make sure the proper pronunciation um, was was uh, 
was spoken. Um, but this is good. This is super awesome. So this game came out with the with the launch of the original PSP. Um, it is think of it like think of it like it's a music game, music rhythm game, um, and think of it at like uh, Connect Four. Uh, except the connect four blocks or, or just squares, and you're going from like left to right, making sure that the row is um, you, you know the, the right color you have, and you drop down the uh, uh, the the block in in order to um, to get one row down and, and so on. Uh, the music in that game was fantastic. Um, it came out for original PSP. Like people who got it and played it, you know, were praised heavens, and it's still a really good game. But like, not a lot of whole people played it, so. The fact that this is coming to the Switch, um, if you have not played this game, you have to play it. It's a really good game. It's really good. So, definitely check it out. Uh, I didn't say when exactly it's coming out yet, So, um, but it's an HD remake um, that will feature single player and single player mode and local multiplayer. So, it's, it's really good. Um, next game they announced was Reigns Her Majesty. Um... Which I'm trying to remember what this was exactly. Uh, take control of your continue. Oh, that's right. This was the <laughs> this was the uh, the Tinder uh, uh, game, or like it was um it was like it was like Tinder in terms of you swap letter right. Um, but it's fo- it's 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 um uh, around this uh this uh, idea of you know of uh, your kingdom and you're you trying to going through the story uh, of like you know. Yeah. What was the name again? Uh, it was called Reigns Her Majesty. Okay, so that I was really surprised to see that uh, because um, I, play, I have that game on my phone. Like oh, I have really? it through my Android. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I was really, it was basically more surprised that I saw a a phone game on the Switch. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, no, that game it's it's good. I don't know, like, if it's, it depends on how inexpensive it is on the Switch. Mm-hmm. If it's, you know, a dollar like it was on my phone, then it's worth it. But if it's not, then it's not worth it. It really isn't. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I didn't know, I didn't know it was a phone game, and, and, uh, so I thought it was a new game. But all right, it's good to know. I might check it out then on my Android. Uh, the next game they showed was Lightfall, which is a fast-paced platforming, platforming adventure game, which... Go on. That game looks good. That game looks looks really good. Holy shit! Um, it's coming out this spring actually, and it's it's a console exclusive. Um, and they also have a uh, speedrun mode as well for global leaderboards. Um, Light falls again, you guys. If you haven't seen this, is a really I will show you guys, yeah. but you know, computer is potato. But yeah, it is. Lightfall, yeah, Lightfall is definitely one that I want to play because I, I like platforms platformers a lot, and this definitely is one of those. So yeah, um, this is a game that is just very. I want to say very artsy, but just like very funny. West of Loathing, um, it's an RPG, uh, but it's like it's stick figures uh, in a west. It's a stick figure western. <laughs> um, it's very interesting. It's, it's a as as described here. It's a west. It's a wild west <laughs> theme, goofy RPG filled with plenty of puzzles, puns, and turn based combat. Um, and it's coming out this spring. Another console exclusive. Um. That was interesting. I was like, all right. Yeah, I was trying to remember who told me about it, and it was Josh that told me about it. He was telling about it when I was still streaming for Heat. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to play for your, uh, we, uh, sorry, West of Loathing. Hmm. Okay. Oh, was on, is it on other services? Oh, it's on Steam. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Good to know. Cool. Console-wise, it's, it's exclusive to Switch. Yeah, definitely. Okay, gotcha. 
Um, another one they showed off was Pode. Pode is a co-op puzzle game inspired by Norwegian art and culture. Who hit Nintendo uh, Switch's spring? A very artsy fartsy game. I, vague... I'll probably I'll probably buy it and then and then go to my buddy Andy's house and play it with him. Pode. Yeah. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, it depends on how expensive it is and if I can rent it through GameFly, because mm-hmm. uh, it looks like a very short game too, much gotcha. like a way out. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, the next game, which got me super excited and like, mm-hmm. man, God, mm-hmm. I wish I had a Switch. Oh, so badly. Messenger or the Messenger. It is a side scroller that you can that uh, you can travel between eight bit and sixteen bit graphics. It very much reminds me of Strider. It is. God, it looks so good. <laughs> oh, it's super awesome. Yeah, it's um, uh, people have been saying that when this releases, it'll be the next uh, Shovel Knight. Fuck yeah. Oh, God. So, I, I hope... so what I'm hoping, I'm hoping this actually comes out after the last expansion to Shovel Knight. Just so I can put Shovel Knight on the shelf and say, like, you have been one of my favorite games of all time and then move on to Messenger. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's coming out uh, this summer. Messenger. It's also, Messenger. it's also Anthony... You don't have to have a Switch to play it. It's coming out to Steam. Yes! Oh, I'm going to play the shit out of that. Yes. I cannot wait. Most uh, of these games uh, are all going to be on Steam. Like, it's really funny. You're like, these are only um, uh, these are only on Switch. And I'm like, mm, most of these are on Steam, man. Hmm. Uh, yes. Like, I, mean, I mean, to be like fair, like... Pod, Pod is exclusive. Uh, let's see. Uh... Um, yeah, that's, uh, uh, Pool Panic might, no, Pool Panic's on PC too, dude. Like, most of these are on PC. No, oh, I didn't know. I mean, I mean, it's good that I know now. Like, somebody's gonna definitely check out, uh, if they're, um, on Steam, so. Um, but I think like the Nintendo's giving them a showcase for, for, on the Nintendo Switch. I mean, on that note, Valer, I, Xbox is also a great place for indie games. Uh, the only issue is that, I feel I personally feel that Steam or that uh, Switch is getting better indie games. Agreed, agreed. But there's a ton of fucking indie games on the Xbox. Like, good God, a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, last two here, uh, Bad North defends strongholds in this roguelite real-time strategy game. Players can get their Vikings battles on when Bad North launches first on Nintendo Switch in this uh, in this summer. Um, I vaguely remember this, um, but yeah. Uh, it looks interesting. <laughs> I vaguely remember what this game was, um, but uh, just looking at the thumbnail of like uh, a roguelite real-time strategy game on Switch, it, it, it is interesting. I mean, like you can use the stylus or your or your finger or finger to uh, command your, your units, so that'd be cool. You can use your, you can use your finger. Finger, finger. <laughs> um. Last but not least. This is a game series that has is very underrated and is definitely another game I suggest you guys go check out. The Banner Saga Three is going to be on the Nintendo Switch. It also, is, mm-hmm. so it's on PC. Also, they're adding they're adding one and two. Yeah, which is like, it'll, it'll, yes. from what I read. From what I read, there will be a sixty dollar package that has one, two, and three in in the whole thing. Yeah, that's correct. As it says here, the first two titles in this series also comes with console. So players can play yeah. through the entire mature and storage of an adventure completely on the Switch. It's a very underrated game. It's really good. So, I wouldn't say underrated. I think it's rated just right. I think uh, the the thing about it is it's not popular enough, in my opinion. 
because it's really good. It's it's it has a lot to do with like uh, like you said, Norwegian and Viking kind of uh, lore and mm -hmm. ideas behind it, and it's 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 rad in that uh, in its own right. But it's also like a very very solid tactical RPG. Um, if you like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics or uh, games like that, this is how it plays. That's exactly how it plays. It's um, yeah. Not to mention the story is pretty heavy, but like it's so good. It's so good. So definitely, if you guys have not played it, definitely. You what, I, what I'm curious is if they're going to release each one individually digitally, uh, but then like physically have a package that has all three. Right, right. Uh, or if like, or if they're like, if you if you pre-order three, you'll get one and two for free, or you'll get two for free and one half off, or something to that effect. I hope there's some some discount for if you buy digitally all three. Right, right, definitely, definitely. Um, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see uh, as far as like how that would go. Um, all right. So let me get this set up here. And you know what time it is. Give me. Do they? Yeah, I, I, I believe so. I believe it says right on screen. I don't know if they do. Well, let me tell let me tell you guys. It is time for. Hang on a second, and I gotta do this. There we go. All right, there we go. It is time for your Overwatch Minute with Greg Dietz. Okay. All right. Uh, um, so uh, last week I did a, an entire 10-minute video and sent it to Anthony to put up during the podcast, which did not happen. Uh, but that video, you still have Anthony, and if you could upload that to YouTube, that'd be great. Yeah. But I'm not um, going to talk about any of the stuff from that last week. I'm going to talk about stuff that happened this week only, which is not a lot. Uh, first and foremost, um, uh, Jeff Kaplan on the forums talked about changes to heroes, uh, talking about that there's a change that they want to do with Tor, but that is like way in the distance like they're not even concentrated on Torb right now it's mostly about Symmetra and uh, May I think they said but primarily Hanzo and if you remember me talking huh. about a while back they want to take away Hanzo's scatter arrow and give him a volley thing mm -hmm. um, he showed pictures of what that volley is going to look like um, and basically like there will be an audio cue um but there will also be like his his bow will just grow, glow bright like bright blue. Sorry, I couldn't talk. Um, and that'll let you know like, hey, you might want to not be in the vicinity of what he's about to do. But the idea of it is instead of instead of Hanzo like getting right up to you and then shooting you in the foot and killing you, this is more of a uh, deterrent. This is more of a using McCree's alt from a distance when you're not around anybody to make them scatter. Um, uh, so, uh, that's, that's the general idea of, of what the, the volley arrow is supposed to do. And the fact that we got a visual aspect to it is really cool. But the, the downside is that, you know, Jeff said that it still hasn't even hit the PTR. Hmm. Okay. I see. So his, okay. so his much needed change is not even there yet. Uh, but the other downside is that like, and something that my friends and I have noticed, like, I get that Junkrat was buffed to fight the shield meta since there are so many characters now that have shields, and that's great. I think that that's important. But there's something about him that feels off. Like, he feels a little too powerful. Hmm. 
Like, I, I don't know what it is, but he feels a little overpowered. And so I hope that they, they see that soon and they change that, but that's just, I mean, that's here or there. Like, I think uh, maybe giving him, giving the thing back to the point where, like, his own bombs damage him, because he'll get right up in someone's face and just, like, spam bombs at them to kill them. I think if Junkrat had the had the problem of, of his own bombs damaging him back, it wouldn't be a problem. Hmm, okay, gotcha. But that's, that's gotcha. just me. Um, but yeah, that was the only thing he talked about for hero adjust. Oh, pardon me, hero adjustments. Uh, but the other thing is if you remember last year around this time, uh, oh, the Overwatch event was called Uprising. And it was a um, it was a flash to the past of Overwatch's history where we got like um, a Gabriel uh, skin that... No, no, we already had that skin, but the skin was now available to everybody. But it was like him in a beanie, like a black black watch skin. We got Genji with the cybernetic and McCree with the uh, black watch outfit, and um, uh, and then we got uh, a bunch of other characters with like early versions of their outfit. Where like we had one where uh, Torp didn't have an arm missing, and uh, they were all wearing blue Overwatch gear, um, and they were fighting Omnix on 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 Team's Row. Do you remember that, Anthony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big event, definitely. Right, right, yeah. Um, so, uh, it was really cool too, because it added a lot of lore and history to the world. Um, plus it was, it felt like a story-based thing. Um, well, they're bringing that back. Now here's the fun part. So, uh, God, I want to say about four days prior to Friday, um, they released a short, like, a short 10 second thing on their Twitter that was about um, that that looked very similar to what they had released, you know, a while ago. And it was like a file was loading is what it looked like. But everyone's like, clearly this is uprising. But everyone's speculating, like, is it a different thing? Is it the same thing again? So they then came out with uh, Friday, they came out with a video, uh, ten uh, like a 30 second video that was advertising the uprising event very similar to how it was a year ago the video ends with that file saying completing and then another file pops up says lo- like loading mm-hmm. or, or or opening another file um and so like i was like i wonder if that's just a thing like they're just kind of fucking around or if that's an actual like that's just a visual thing sure enough it wasn't because people in the comments were like give me file you know and then say the number which i think was 204 0204 or something like that and uh, Overwatch would respond with just like a winky face or you gotta wait, things like that. So it was like, okay, so this is clear. There's clearly something added to the over the uprising event. They're just obviously not gonna announce it until the 10th, which is when it goes live, April 10th. I think April 10th. Let me double check on that because I don't remember exactly. Okay, I, I I did see some stuff about that recently too. Um, that 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 um. Uh gif or that video of like and uh, potentially another upper uh, another rising event or you know very similar to what it was last year so um there have been yeah, hints, that, like, been much, hints. Like, much like with junkenstein much like with junkenstein or maze from snowball offensive it's the exact same thing um okay uh but um hold on i'm trying to write, yeah april 10th okay i had to write the first time so yeah i was accessing file 382 and then the video ends here with, uh, uh, let's see, hold on, God damn it. It says, um, 
accessing archive files 0832 complete and then another file opens up and it says accessing archives file uh, 0274 and then the video ends um, and then like uh, <laughs> some of the comments are really funny so the top one says love you guys you are the best overwatch loves you uh, is it possible to get a date a day with overwatch unlikely okay uh, someone drew a picture of uh, Tracer holding file 0274. Hmm. Uh, Oops, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> one shows a meme of um, the John Travolta from Pulp Fiction walking out of a portal. <laughs> with and it says, uh, looking, for awesome. file, looking for file 0274, like, and then confused. And Overwatch just responds with accurate. Uh, go down a little bit. Somebody says, just give me 0274. They respond with three curious emojis. So responding to those in general shows to me that that's actually a thing and not just something they're fucking around with. Um, so I'm very excited to see what added content. What I'm hoping is that it's a um, it's a Black Watch event that takes place in Dorado. I think that would be very fun because you can kind of do the same thing since. You know, both are escort maps, so. Right, right. Know, man. Fine. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be interesting, and 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 I know for a fact that uh, whenever these events happen, they always um, motorcycles coming by my room. So there's that. Um, <laughs> but they always add new skins, so I'm I'm excited to see what new skins get added, and maybe some characters that, like, I know that in this event. They can't really add a skin to um, a lot of the newer characters. So uh, Vegeta can't have a skin. Orisa can't have a skin. Uh, I mean, Orisa's skin from the, the event's going to come back, but um, they're brand new characters. So, like, I mean, maybe they can have skins, but it won't. Like, maybe they can give Vegeta a skin that makes it look like in one of her sprays where she's wearing the armor, but it's all it's all cardboard. Like maybe they can add that, but even that's kind of weird as a skin. Right, I don't know, right. man. Like, yeah, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of potential, but I'm I'm just I'm excited. I'm excited to see what it is, but we know nothing yet. It just comes out April 10th. Okay, well we'll soon find out all the details when that comes out, and uh, we'll be right on it. Uh, was there anything else, or was that it? That's it for this week. There was really nothing else than that. All right. So. Well, that has been Overwatch Minute with Greg Deets. Alrighty then, so we've come to the end of the podcast. Um, so, again, um, I am slowly, slowly but surely repairing my PC as far as like when I'll get back up and operational 100%. Um, I would say sometime this month. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm just, I'm luckily, luckily all the parts I got to get are... Uh, under warranty, so I don't have to pay too much. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope. Yeah, I miss I miss streaming hundred <laughs> percent. Like this is fine, but man, I really do miss uh, doing all other things I love to do. Um, but before we go, uh, Greg, where can I find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Chubrock Geek. Uh, you can also find me on the All Cued Up podcast, which comes out every other Friday. Uh, where Josh and I uh, are in Sobiner 76. 
uh, we review two different shows that are on a social media streaming platform, a la Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, what have you, but they have to be originals and have to have all released, like all episodes released in a day. That's the rules that we set for our podcast. Um, but we have a lot of fun with it. We, uh, we just reviewed um, AICO in, uh, Incarceration, uh, which is an anime that dropped on Netflix, 10 episodes, I believe. And the other show was uh, the Santa Clarita Diet. I'm sorry, that's 12 episodes. Um, the Santa Clarita Diet season two. Uh, and um, yeah, we give we give grades now. Uh, something that we changed, hmm. I want to say a couple episodes back, we give grades. Uh, so I was noticing that like during the podcast, Josh would give a score out of one through 10. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then I had a couple people like say to me, like, I, you, you guys should give a score. Like Josh does sometimes, you don't. You just say if it's recommended or not. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's a good point. But I didn't want to do a numbered score because it just felt kind of off. Mm-hmm. And it, then it reminded me that uh, Cine, Cinescope? Cinemascope? Something like that. I have to remember the website. But they, they've been doing it since the 70s where they stand outside movie theaters and ask people to give a grade for the movie. And I was like, oh, let's do something like that. Hmm. So hmm. now we give grades. And then we retroactively went on our website, which you can go to on qdubpodcast.com and you can go to um, like reviewed shows and see what grade we gave other shows Um, and uh, the glorious thing about this show is that because they're all on Cinescore thank you Um, and uh, because all of the shows are still on Netflix if you're looking for something to watch and you go to our website you can see our scores without listening to the podcast watch it for yourself and then come back and listen to the show and you know see our review of it see if you agree or not it's a lot of fun um but yeah we're uh, we've been doing that and we're very excited for the future of it um hopefully we'll have some guests soon uh the only rule that we ask for guests is that they have to have watched whatever show we're going to discuss in its entirety so yeah there's that cool Awesome. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Defect of Naruto. You can follow the work that we do at MissionStartPodcast.com. If you're in the Twitch chat, um, or if you listen to the podcast and like to be in our Twitch chat, I just put in the uh, the command for all of our um, all of our links to our uh, podcast services, iTunes, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Um, but, uh, also as I switch here to the screen here, um, as I said, we, uh, this podcast, if you enjoy listening to it, watching it, what have you, um, we usually stream every Sunday night at 8 PM Pacific time on this Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash RP, where we talk about gaming news in the past week. Um, we are on iTunes, Stitcher and Radio Public, as I said, also we post this, uh, on Tuesdays on our website at missionsartpodcast.com. In our podcast section, um, if you enjoy, and this is something I'm going to hopefully fix one day or when I get my PC back up and operational, but uh, if you enjoy co- uh, convention talk in terms of like, you know, what is is Comic Con this year going to be exciting? Is there something good and bad happen at Katsukon? Uh, you know, is there a convention in your area they want to go check out? Check out the Conover podcast. It is live every time we cover a convention. It's also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Radio Public, as well as in the podcast section of our website at missionstarpodcast.com. Uh, we have the Rolling 20s podcast, the Rolling 20s podcast, hosted by Jeremy Wilson, as you see right to the right to the far right of the screen in the yellow next to Weird Al Yankovic. 
Uh, him and the rest of the Rowan Twenties crew talk about all sorts of things, games, anime, comic books, primarily just a comic book based podcast, but they do dive into a wide range of topics. Uh, it is on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Podbean, as well as in the podcast section of a website. Uh, and last but not least, down in front is a podcast that is still alive that I have been saying for a long time. I was going to make some new stuff, but uh, I think uh, I think I can actually now with this setup. Um, but I was kind of hope, holding out until I think everything fixed. But for those who don't know, it is a movie podcast where we talk about movies and give our thoughts. Um, it is uh, called Down in Front. It is on iTunes, Stitcher, and Radio Public, as well as I said before, in our podcast section, our website at missiontoppodcast.com. And that's going to pretty much do it. Um, I would have the outro, but it's in my other hard drive. <laughs> and this computer is very fickle. This is not my computer. Um, it's one of those, like, factory-made Dell ones. So, like, trying... It's made, out of, it's made out of paper mache. Yeah, like, I I try and change something. I try to put RAM in it and just did not like it. <laughs> like, it would, like, not start up. I was like, oh, wow. This 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 computer is very very particular of what they want in it. So, so yeah. Um. So we have to deal with just pretty much silence for this stream, but I'll have it added on later on anyway. So, um. But that being said, thank you very much, guys, and we will see you guys next time. <laughs>